2020 may have just begun, but tonight we're going to look at what's in store for us in the year 2030. How are we going to look 10 years into the future? With our 2030 vision. Stay right here for that. <laughs> a review of dreams and more rumours on the PlayStation 5 on tonight's Critical Path. What's happening all you friendly people? We are Hack the Dino. This is our Critical Path, our nonsense video game talk show. I'm Ben Rosenthal. <laughs> That's Dan McGuinness. I'm Dan McGuinness. I, don't know if that means I, just, no, I just want to say, I totally planned that. I saw out my corner eye, Dan going for a drink, and I thought I'm going to get him right at the. Hey, that's Dan McGuinness. I am Dan McGuinness. Hello, um, very much. <laughs> very much. And I'm Floppy Starrett. And over on the keys. Hello. It's Brayden, a young millennial man who's pressing all the buttons, but you'll see him later. This is the 91st time we here at Hack the Dino have done this. We've done 91 episodes. Can you believe it. that? That's a lot of episodes. Oh, that's a lot of episodes. Coincidentally, I have 91 library accounts at my shop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's another fact you might like. You can watch us on YouTube over at youtube.com backslash hack the dino. So be sure to go over there. You may be there right now watching our faces. While you're there, press that little thumbs up like button. It helps with the algorithms. Uh, also, head up to that little subscribe. Oh, where's the subscribe button? Is it down there? Up yeah. there. Uh, down it's there? always down. It's down in that corner. Down, yeah. down in that corner. Down, that corner? That, that corner. That, that one. So press the button there that says subscribe and then ring the little bell. You know the little bell? Don't little man, uh, we're, no, we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing that again. We're not doing the little man in the bell canoe. Okay, fine. <laughs> but we will be over on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud and all other podcast apps if you don't want to see our lovely bearded faces. Uh, leave us a review. Again, that helps with those algorithms and gets more people looking at our ears and but trying to listen those, as they talk. Those people wouldn't be able to see the brand new background that we've got no. at the moment. And they also wouldn't Ooh. be able to send over their thoughts and prayers over to bit.ly backslash hack the dino to join our official Discord channel. That's right, you can come on the Discord, you can talk to us, we often reply. Dan doesn't. He's very hard to get a hold of. It's quite frustrating. I come in but, every now and then, throw a hundred photos up and leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got things there like uh, we got like game, game pickups, brags, gaming, and gaming room brags. It's a good fun time. So bit.ly backslash hack the dino. But first, Brayden, do the thing. What we've been playing. We've, we've talked about you trying to get a catchphrase, Brayden. No, that, that was me plugging for time while I got to the stinger to get to the next transition. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Anyway, then. Whoop, whoop. What have <coughs> we been playing? I, myself, me, this week have been playing over on the old uh, Xbox Game Pass. Ooh. No, PC Game Pass. All right. Um, which is different, but the same. Time Spinners by Lunar Ray Games. So, I'm on this binge at the moment of Metroidvanias. Um, pick, uh, and they have to the be binge. pixel art, mix, Metroidvania. So I've been streaming a lot of them. So here we have, so I found Time Spinners. Mm -hmm. um, it's an action platformer Metroidvania, as I've just mentioned them. And we can see here, it starts on you getting initiated as a Time Spinner. And these dudes bust in. You see here, the man jumps in, a bad guy, Emperor, whatever his name is. And he stuffs... His name's Jeff. Yeah. Stuffs up your Time Spinner initiation. 
and at a time spinner, you don't even know what they are. Just like Jeff. Anyhow, you get blasted back in time a thousand years, and um, your time machine gets broken along the way, and you have to find bits of your time machine. And hey, back. welcome back. We've got voices now. We always lose our mics once in a We always lose our mics, or someone forgets to do- look at it in the pre-show. Well, if more Patreon, what could it be? If more Patreons paid, the mics wouldn't go what, off. What, what, <laughs> what could it possibly be? It's, it could be that some mystical force is traveling through time and preventing our mics from working, or it, it could be the two technical guys who I keep going, have we done a mic check on each of the screens? No, the, they, the, it the actually cuts shot? out. doesn't matter. Anyway, it's not ruining my game review. Um, and so, yeah, you have to... Oh, have, we're not. <laughs> you have to go back in time, find the bits of your time machine, whilst at the same time getting vengeance and killing the guy who... The, the baby of the guy who, you know, killed your family in the future. Time travel. Good theme for the show tonight. Um, so that's the main storyline. Spoilers. So you go back, and you've got a bunch of weapons at your disposal. First of all, you've got uh, two orbs that you can, as you can see, you you kind of punch them in and out in a way, so they come out a little bit in and out. You can attach stuff to your orbs, so you can attach like blades, seashells, seashells. (laughs) You can, yeah, a book or anything like that. Um, You also have necklaces, which give you like a Hadouken. That you can right. do like a, a powered up thing depending on what necklace you're wearing. So what are these called? I'm just looking at the run sheet here. What are, what are they're called? We opens. <laughs> oh yeah, we opens. I spelled it wrong in in the run sheet. Um, and you have rings. Oh no, the rings are the ones that give you your kamihas. Yeah, your hadoukens and your necklaces are the things that um, attach to your orbs, like the blades or fire and stuff like so that. So you get a necklace on your orbs. Yeah. You, it's got a, it's got, and you also get a familiar a bit later on. So you get a little dragon. I bet you get a little bit familiar. Stop these boring jokes. <laughs> You're putting me off. Um, so you have upgrading. So you can upgrade your character. Um, you can also upgrade so you your individual. Upgrade to bigger orbs. Yeah. Upgrade your character. Upgrade your orbs. Upgrade your necklaces. Upgrade your familiar. Upgrade your ring. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so all individually, they all upgrade. They have their own like leveling uh, team tree. Um, you also have the ability by pressing um, the, the Y button or whatever it is on the Xbox, um, ability to stop time momentarily. So you can freeze time, and you can use like so. If an enemy's in the air, you can stop them in the air, and you can use them to jump up the higher platform. For some reason, so these heads that are on yeah, screen. For some reason, all the enemies are bird themed. Okay, so yeah. you can see the little uh, heads on the screen. So. With your orbs, you have to uh, Give jump a... on the heads <laughs> in order to get up. And make sure your ring's tight on. Um, why do we keep doing sexy innuendo? Um, what so, are you talking about? So innuendo. What I noticed straight away is the animation is super smooth. This game is smooth. The jumping out. Later on, you get a double jump, and then you get a, like, a snorkel so you can go underwater and stuff like that. The only Just because I... it gets really wet? Yeah. The only thing I didn't like is I think the background, the worlds are as boring as hell. Like, look at them. They're just like caves. Uh, I'm Bra- skipping around a little bit and it's been very... Very same Boring. I actually really like that. Oh, because it takes way. me back to the uh, the, the days of the Super Nintendo where they didn't have a lot of Stoic. memory to <laughs> do intricate backgrounds. backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. So it is. It is. It is a. It is a handshake to the past. It is. Um, a very <laughs> That's a smooth big one. Pussy on screen. Um, it's supposed to be. It's got a a, a, a Castlevania map style, mm-hmm. like exactly the same map and everything. What it's, Castlevania? Uh, since the end of the night. Nice. Um, but it's trying to be that so hard, but it just kind of just doesn't quite make it. If what you is know it what that I mean? you think misses? It misses it's it. Just um, not hard enough. No, it's just its flow and how it works. And I think Symphony of the Night, it's such an old game. 
And that still had rooms, you're, like, you're on ships, you're, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. went through gardens, you're, every room had, some rooms had mist in them. Everything was really changing up. You went into libraries and that, and this is just in caves and maybe you go to some castles and that, but they look really boring. They're all just rocks and stuff. Mm. Um, you have the option to turn on and off your vin uh, the vignette on the side in case you just want black. That would it's, make it even- It's four to three. More bland. Um, there's no voice acting, which makes, there's a lot of text to read and it's very skippable, if you know what I mean. Like you sit, you sit there and you're reading text, 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 and it could have really done with a bit of voice acting, like for your text and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so it's a solid game. It's smooth. It works. It's just lacking a little bit in the graphics department, but it has all the, the micromanaging, leveling and stuff like that. How like, many, how many orbs would you give it? I would give it probably two fat orbs in a good old sack. Two orbs in a sack. Out, out of, of out of a potential <laughs> bursting four, with excitement. Four, four orbs, which four is orbs. a weird, weird person. Yeah, that's how we rate things now in orbs. How many orbs will we give it? Oh, it's about one, one ring's worth. You guys seen Jojo Rabbit? No, 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 no. Yes, no. there's the, the bit in it where he like, goes, Hitler actually has, <laughs> doesn't have one ball. He actually has four balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even, not even a joke. That's actually, it's true. Dreams! I've been playing Dreams! Dreams! <laughs> they can come true! Believe it or not. Uh, so, Dreams came out. Hashtag, My dream's coming true. <laughs> hashtag Dan. Dan Stop it! Don't bring it up on me. <laughs> Rating, you just gotta raise. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing oh. Dreams. Uh, this game's freaking awesome! Uh, so I'll start off with the... Game. It is a game. There's a two-hour, uh, three-hour campaign in there. I know, but uh, it's more than a game. It's absolutely everything. So uh, the idea of this campaign is sort of like a tutorial, so I can show you what this, uh, this, this. Uh, what would you call it? This. This is an game? Creative. Experience. creative experience. Creative experience. This is basically a. This is like Photoshop of games. Yeah, it's like, like Unity, but uh, with your PS4 controller. Little Big Planet. Yeah, same people, Media Molecules, same two ladies. Um, this uh, three-hour campaign called Art Stream was all made within the engine of the game. So everything that they've made here, you could uh, theoretically do yourself. And, and like, to find it. this game, you actually go into their like games that everyone's made. See, it's usually the first one on yeah, the list. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you go in there, and at first, I didn't know where to find it. It booted up, and then you started doing tutorials. I thought, oh, I thought there was a, a, a campaign in here. Mm. And I actually listened to another podcast, and they had the same problem, and then said, oh, no, you have to go in here. And did you go, oh, and yeah. did you find out and from And it's right up in the main menu. Anyway, so we'll talk about the campaign. It's two to three hours long. Um, it's crazy that this was all made within that engine. It's got a great story, and it's a nice little showcase of what is possible within the dreams thing um yet the story itself is is amazing i've had a i've seen a lot of people give a lot of different thoughts as to what they think uh it's about like some say art the main character um is searching for the perfect note or searching for this or searching for that i actually took away from it in that he is experiencing a whole heap of anxiety over his band making it big time and his ego sort of like his narcissism isn't allowing him to be one with the band and it, it's complex All and right. it's his journey throughout uh to recognize that he uh needs others and he needs to open up and he needs to be like that Brandon, as a visual aid to this story there are two like children's toys running around doing some random part of it so this stuff. is part of it this yeah. is you play different uh toys from his childhood which is him delving back through his memories, nice. facing his fears, which is uh, the the big bird man. I forgot what his name is. And is that basically showing you like what dreams can do? Yes. Like, is each one of them kind of like bits of 
Yep, so like, you have... Uh, like, the pat, like, is one of them like a first-person shooter and one of them, a, 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 you know, a different yeah, style of game? basically. Or a majority of the time, they are 3D platformers with different mechanics. Um, you have sort of art's main story, which we can see on the screen here, is sort of like a point-and-click adventure where you have to do certain things in order to trigger mm -hmm. uh, the scene and find certain aspects. Uh, then you have the 3D platformer with the characters jumping around. And then towards the end, the uh, the last level, uh, the last half hour of this game is... Oh, awesome. And this isn't even the game. This is just something that's made within it. So there are hundreds and thousands of these that people are creating right now. So that was my question. So someone like me who doesn't particularly want to get on there and create my own stuff, mm -hmm. I'd rather just get on there and, I will and get play to that others. Very, very shortly. Enough content? Uh, no, I... I Trust me on that one. Okay. I'll be back right now. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. But here we are. Uh, so it's also a great way to collect different artifacts. So part of the uh, game, as you do the tutorials, as you do the, um, the three-hour campaign, you collect little orbs that you can see, and they are actually different artifacts that you can use when shaping your dreams. So you don't have to build everything from scratch. They have you, You're completely talentless like me. Um, you can just grab <laughs> artifacts and create a scene. Okay. Uh, so my first run through, I got 96 out of 178. Oh. And that was me. I, I wanted to get to the end of it so I could talk about it for the show. Uh, but uh, I, I thought 96 out of 178. That's. I first I thought, oh, that's pretty good. And I went, oh, hang on. No, you've got you know just under 100 uh, left to go back and do it. Uh, there's also musical numbers in this. <laughs> <laughs> at one stage, uh, the blue guy who we saw before is singing a song, and as he sings, he goes like this and throws out little orbs, and you have to catch him with your little um, imp person there, which is your cursor. Um, the final level I mentioned before is just awesome. It's a throwback to um, old school retro gaming. You get a side scroller R type uh, game, and you get a third person like dri driving sim, and then a. <clears throat> like, I don't want to spoil too much, but I will say the final bit. It sort of jumps from one um, one play mode to another, just jumping almost seamlessly throughout. It's quite amazing. Uh, the dream shaping mode, so uh, that's out of the, um, the the campaign. The dream shaping mode is awesome. You make your own hub world. Uh, I haven't worked out how to visit other people's hub worlds yet, but you basically are just given a blank slate and you can just make whatever you wanted. Um, creative is pretty fun and it's really, really easy to lose hours into it. Uh, I had a friend of mine who said he, he went out uh, one night, came back and it was 10 o'clock and he went, oh, you know what, I'm just going to sit down for dreams for a little bit. And he sat down. Next time he looked at the clock, it was 3 a.m. <laughs> so it, it's possible to just sit there and just have it uh, just completely... Absorb your time. Uh, creative is pretty fun. I've already said that. Uh, tutorials are very, very easy to follow and they're not annoying at all. Plus, you get trophies for completing them. Uh, the Dream Shaping tutorials did something that was really, really cool. Uh, you know, how many times you've been playing a, a, a tutorial mode and trying to work out how to do something and it's either got a voiceover or text and it's telling you what to do? It's, you, it's just not you know, yeah, clicking. You don't, you're not getting it. Yep. What they've done here is they've got a video of what they're talking about yeah it's almost one for one like what you're doing and they're That's showing great. you yeah and they're 30 seconds to two minute long videos that and you can good. skip them or you can pause them and you can rewind and it's the clearest way i've ever seen how to do something like it's this it's a crazy mm. it's a crazy thing like you have to learn there's so much to learn in this game like uh things can, in, yeah mate. yeah they're, they're as complex as you want them to be uh now as for you were asking uh floppy there's like three main spots for this obviously the uh the uh, campaign, mm -hmm. creative mode, and play mode, so playing other people's games. So this yep. is one of the cool things I really like about it. On your home screen, you're given a aura, they call it. 
and it's your name, your username in the middle with uh, different. Um, so I'm just distracted by the Zangief. Uh, <laughs> and Cloud. And Cloud. Oh, this is the Final Fantasy no, no, VII remake. Zangief. That's what's his name. Yeah, uh, Barrett. Barrett. This is an example of how crazy this is. Yeah, Someone you can just, just make whatever it. you want. You can just make whatever you want. So uh, you've got um, yeah your hub world, which which gives you the uh, color of what you are. So either you're a player or you're a designer. This is PT. A player or a Scary. designer or you're a, a curator or you're an artist. You're given what you like doing the most, and that uh, comes up on your screen. Then when you visit other people and you follow other people, you can see what they're interested in. You can uh, message them on Twitter, which they encourage, and you can collaborate on a game. Uh, with someone as well. Um, I yeah, really so if, admire... if your strength is just music, you can just go and purely make music for other people's games. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so some of the games that I played in there, there was a Spider-Man one, which was uh, basically Spider-Man 2. Uh, but it, it was, you know, it was a little bit buggy and bit not whack. that great. But, I, uh, you I know, assume it's... a lot of it's going to be a little bit buggy. And a oh, bit yeah, yeah, of course. Cause... But, uh, you know, there, there's heaps of good it's stuff, heaps of bad. But one of the things that worries me is that look at all this stuff that we've got up here. It's people remaking stuff that we already know and that we've already seen. So I'm worried that that's actually going to hinder Dream's um, nah. spread because people aren't going to be searching for little creations that people make off the back of their own. I, f I feel though that this is just people getting a hold of the tool, like getting a grasp on the tool. So they, they're making something they know how it's supposed to work and if they can make it work, it's making it work. It's also a great way to show the the the, the limits, like, like the, 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 what's the word? Like the limitations. Not the limitations, the possibilities, possibilities of what, what your dreams can do Opposite by showing you. Look, it can make other games within the game. Like, Brayden, you had something? Yeah, I heard one comment on um, how there's been this very popular way for dreams to be having a lot of people remaking things in dreams. Um, I heard a comment of someone saying that it's kind of like how everyone's sort of asking for new IPs, but we keep getting sequels and remakes. It's the generation of remakes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, nostalgia. It's a so powerful thing. It's interesting to see, like, I've heard a lot of people saying that um, even the developers uh, doing interviews lately, um, they were saying how uh, they were hearing from people in the community who have been doing the uh, open beta and everything. Um, they have like they're in crunch mode to try and finish their own games. Yeah, like it's excellent. Uh, I read just today as well. There's been the very first um, person in Dreams, the guy that made uh, I think it's called Blade Gunner. Yeah, uh, he's been offered a job with oh a company. Already. 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 Already, that's it. So it's all we need. Um, because you remember, like this has been in pre uh, pre beta for months, so nine months or so. Big planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will just say one of the things that I did uh, in one of the tasks, we had to make a little fetch quest. Uh, so what I did is I re-edited it uh, and made. Uh, so it was one of the media molecule levels. I just re-edited it, reskinned it, and put on different skins and made a like little quest to go get a sword through a temple. Uh, and uh, people have actually seen it and played it. Nice. Like I log oh, really? in every day, and like because you know when you do something like on YouTube and you don't expect many people to see it or, or actually interact with it. Yeah. These people have all been really positive. Like I had one person go. Hey, this is really, really good. Just remember that some players may go backwards in your level as well as forward, so you need to think about that when huh. you're designing. It's all been really helpful mm. and really positive, and I'm just really, uh, really happy about the the little community that's building there. The community around this game is so positive. Yeah, yeah we can do a whole show on this game, eh? I will see. I really want to do another segment where it's all of us sitting down. Uh, playing people who create games. So you guys out there, if you've got a, a Dreams level, this is the Spider-Man game I was talking Whoa. about. Uh, if you've got a level that you've created, uh, send it in th either through the Facebook or the Instagram or through YouTube. Let us know. Uh, I want to get a little series called In Your Dreams being made where we sit down and play people's dreams collections. Good name. I reckon that'd Good be name. really, really cool. Catch Overall, this is uh, an awesome game and aims to please whatever... Uh, 
creative facet that you're into, whether you curate, whether you create games, whether you like the nitty gritty back of house stuff or whether you just like getting other people's stuff and putting it all together or be a game director. I'm much more of a game director type guy. Um, I really recommend people getting it and they should really support it. It's wow. it's fantastic. We All of us have got it. Just to let everyone know, so, um, the video I've chosen to show you here is just a video of just people that have made remade games. There yeah. are a lot more. I probably should have got a better video <laughs> to show you. But um, yeah. But yeah, this thing is like crazy. It's not just like this thing is probably the most, if one of the most important creation tools of like the last ten years. Since in Mario Paint. Yeah, Mario Maker. Paint. Okay. Floppy, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I, funnily enough, haven't had much time to game lately. A very busy life going on at the moment. Um, so I delved into my pile of shame mm -hmm. to try and find something that's been sitting there for a while. Do you that know what's I... on the top of my pile of shame? What? Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm never getting back to that. Well, I wanted something that I was familiar with already so I didn't have to try a new IP or things like that. Uh, so I picked up Shadow of the Tomb Raider because it's been sitting there since it went cheap and I hadn't played it yet. I've played pretty much all the other Tomb Raider games. I am a bit of a fan of the series and have you know sort of rarely come across one that I disliked. Not saying I dislike this. Um, but yeah, so this one takes place in South America. Uh, if you haven't played the last two, when it got rebooted in 2013, 2014, something like that. Uh, this is the third one, and I believe it's going to cap off a story and be the last one in a trilogy. Well, it's the, the first one of this opening trilogy, isn't it? And then they're going on to making another well, This would be trilogy. the third one in this trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, then they're yeah. moving on to another... Moving Maybe. on to another story, I guess. But yeah, this one takes place in South America. You're searching for an... Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I didn't even know what... That sounded like me. It was. No, that was me. <laughs> uh, so you're searching for yeah. an artifact that can stop an impending uh, apocalypse. Uh, of course, because you are Tomb Raider. Uh, well, you are Lara Croft. Uh, there's also a bad guys, or some bad guys. They're, they're an evil organization called Trinity. They're also looking for this artifact, I'm assuming, so that you can't stop the impending apocalypse. Uh, but I'm not heaps far in yet, so I don't particularly know what they're doing. Um, you can, you've got a companion that comes along with you. His name's Jonah. Uh, you do sometimes solve puzzles with him where you've got to work in pairs, but most of the time you sort of communicate with him over a radio, uh, which is kind of cool because you're still talking and you can hear her not just talking to herself, which is... I always find a little bit lazy. She's having conversations with someone on a radio. So what you mean? Exposition's lazy. When it's oh, when that's crazy. all it is. Absolutely. Oh gee, uh, funny there was a button I could press. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> graphics, as you can see from the video, um, are great. They're beautiful. the The shadows and the lighting in the jungles and, and the caves and area, um, cave areas are fantastic. Like when you're in a jungle and you're looking up into the the canopy, it, it really looks like a massive, very full jungle. You, you can you can feel the, the space and then the density in, in areas as well. It's a huge map from what I can see that I haven't uncovered, but it looks like a massive map. I'd say it's probably the biggest in the Tomb Raider series, I'm assuming, because uh, they've gone a little bit more open worldy than they usually do. So you can actually revisit areas. A um, little bit Dark Soulsy. I miss whatever that was. Uh, there's a Cancel Dan comment in, oh, the, in the comments. <laughs> of course there is. Um, oh, I can play Tomb Raider. I don't mind that she's a lady. <laughs> uh, I'd probably actually prefer it a little bit more linear like the older ones. That's kind of what, what I like with my Tomb Raiding. But, uh, but I'm enjoying this. It's good fun. So it's an open world or open area? So the, you know how the last one was an open area? Mm -hmm. This one I think is a little bit more open world. Once again, wow. I've only a few hours in. Um, Wait, is this the third one or the second one? Third, third. one. Oh, but you've got, areas where you can, um, you've got areas where you can fast travel back to. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, Dan didn't even know they made a third uh, Tomb Raider. <laughs> Join us here on Hack the Dino's Critical Path for all the latest gaming news. There you go. So much like a, uh, a Dark Souls or something like that, you unlock um, little camping ground areas where you can do your upgrades and you can then fast travel to that area as well. I always forget to upgrade, always. I go in and I use my skill points, I forget that I've got salvage. You're constantly getting salvage and I'm constantly falling, never upgrading my weapons, which makes it hard. Don't do that. Um, you have what's called a survival vision. I don't know if you've seen it pop up in the video where it's kind of like the detective mode in the Arkham games where she sort of looks around and highlights the things that she knows as her survival instincts tell her. I don't like those things in games, eh? I don't like those like options where it shows like what you can it's react It's like the games where you're looking and there's a big arrow just going... It's not quite that bad. Like, no, they, um, they should be able to like... We're back with mics! Yay! I don't know what's uh, going on Xbox or PS4. I mean, I've been playing on PS4. Um, I think this footage is from PS4. Yeah, sure. But yeah, the survival vision, um, I like it because, yeah. uh, I, like I said, I like things a little bit linear before. I haven't had a lot of time, so it helps me out to get through the game and enjoy the story. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, what else did I have written down for it? Uh, I, um... Oh, I you found... can... Oh, Sorry. I, I mean, I loved the first Tomb Raider, and hmm. I played the second one, and I just tapped out. I just found it too... Like the open worldness, I just liked the an the analogness of the first yeah, one. Yeah, I enjoyed the linear side more. Linear, um, I know what you mean the open sort of open areas in that one, the rise of the Tomb Raider. But yeah. I mean, I like it. The score, the story's fun so far. Um, you can go through just guns blazing, killing everything, but it really does reward you a bit more if you go in stealthily and sort of you can have arrows that draw people out so that they're on their own. Then you can stealth kill and Is things like that. An arrow that you fire into the ground, it goes, "Hey, hey, buddy!" Yes, <laughs> that's arrow. exactly what happens. It's called the "Hey, buddy" arrow. Yeah. Um, hey, mate. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so all your puzzles are kind of like done in crypts and tombs, which is, feels very Zelda-y. So you go along, you'll find a challenge tomb. Tombs, or find a you say? Yes. Crazy. Yes. I know, who would have thought? Um, and then it's going through and doing things like that are very... That's when it becomes very Tomb Raider-y, where you, you know, you've got to push when they're things in tombs. To, When they're in tombs. Um, Sounds a lot like Tomb Raider when they're in tombs. You heard it here first, folks. Done. Uh, so, you know, you're moving giant wheels and cogs to get light to shine through or to do a code into a, open a door and those sorts of things but yeah um i like it i'm gonna be playing more whether i'm gonna finish it or not that's depends on what comes around the corner um cool. but yeah look you, if you, you can always keep it there for a cold a rainy winter day. night yeah it's cheap at the moment um i picked it up um at an eb games for nine bucks i think it's on game pass it's probably on game pass <laughs> <laughs> everything's on game pass now isn't it dan well, we'll find out later, but now, let's go to some news! I wish your mic was turned off. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to kick it off here with PlayStation 5 rumours and talk about all the fun that's been announced in the past oh, couple of days. So much uh, stuff. It was reported a few weeks back that it costs Sony $450 US, which is around about $680 uh, Australian, to make a PlayStation 5. This isn't without, oh, sorry, this is without boxing or shipping or marketing or anything like that. Um, Alright, so first of all, what do we think about that price? Uh, it's costing them $450 just to produce it. I put some notes here of like what the old, old ones have cost in the past. Okay. Is that so US? Is so that, that US was a, these are in... US. These are US, and yep. I couldn't be bothered doing it. So, the PlayStation 1 yep. was $299 US in 1995. Um, Good CD and player. it was released in September. PlayStation 2 in October in 2000 was $299 as well. And then PlayStation 3 in November. So we've got September, October, November. 
um, of 2006 was $4.99 to $5.99. They must have just like had a bit of wiggle room with some deals with GameSpot or something like that. $4.99 to $5.99. And then your PlayStation 4 was um, back down and also released in November was $2.99. So um, for Australians, $2.99 USD at the moment is around $4.50. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. So it's so that's pretty. That's not much less no, than that. No. So, we know that was it the three or the four were the one where PlayStation would take a hit for every single. They've console. taken a hit on each of them. Every one of them. Every okay, single cool. one. So the their marketing is they take a hit on the console of about fifty dollars or so, uh, and then make it up with the first party software and, and games, which and they've always done controllers. Really well. Yeah, um, I think they make a heap on controllers, which is, I think is where they make a lot of the money up as well. But I think four fifty US to create one of these things, even if they're taking a hit. It's, it's going to be hard to make it competitive, uh, especially when you've got Xbox who have just announced all their tech specs. And while tech specs don't really mean much, what they did announce was really impressive. Yeah, um, we'll get into I don't, that. Uh, we will? Oh, yeah, we, we will. Um, did, they, did they do their price? No, no price yet. No, they haven't yet. Um, they haven't even, they've said nothing. Okay, they, cool. And that's what's getting really worrying about Sony is that they haven't said anything. They could be just holding all their cards close to their mm. chest. Uh, we mentioned last show that uh, what we think is happening is that uh, Xbox will go, ah, oh, well, ours is going to be $600. And then Sony will go, ha, 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 ours is $500. And then Xbox is going to go, yeah, but we got a Series Y, $400. Yeah, like an old digital one or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, Which I've done before. Yeah, I bet that will be what happens. Uh, so it's just a game of chicken at the moment. you got Xbox who are sort of sitting on their hands, just waiting for Sony to reveal their price, but Sony's waiting for their price as well. Did we... Did, did Brayden, did you say what 450 American is? Was it um, 680? 680. Uh, so, yeah, it was around um, 680, I believe. And then uh, the PS3 was like... Yeah, that was ridiculous. That. Like, they really got That's, burned on that, though, because that yeah. was their first PS3 that came out that was backwards compatible, PS1, PS2. Yeah. essentially had a PS2 in it. That was the uh, famous quote. Uh, I think it's a quote, at least. Uh, or someone took it out of context. Get a but second like, job. Get a second job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so ridiculous. all of this, uh, along with, uh, obviously, a lot of companies are pulling out of PAX, East, uh, PAX West and the GDC. Uh, Xbox and Sony and all the big companies are pulled out. What's really worrying us is that Sony... Sony's pulled out of these things and still hasn't announced anything. So you would assume that they start trickling stuff out at all these conferences, but with obviously the uh, they'll do a the virus. Play. Well, I mean they've got that, but I just no one knows what they're doing. I really want to know, and I couldn't find this information online. What dates were the announcement dates of the previous PlayStations? Because we can see here September, uh, October, November, November, February. So, yeah, so February, I've actually got February. this here. Um, so this is the next news article. Uh, Hiroki Toki noted that uh, the reveal for the new next-gen console, console will be comparable to the past, which is presumably a reference to the PlayStation 4's reveal at 2013 at their PlayStation meeting, which went down in February. So obviously this is the last day of February as we record this. So it's not going to be February. It's not going to be February. Unless... But Breaking news. <laughs> no. Are you looking at a Casio digital watch? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I did that. Um, so, the only thing they've officially confirmed is that it'll be released in the holiday of 2020. So, October to December. It'll be October or November. Yeah, well, it won't well, be December. They want to get in before Christmas. This is what I well, yeah, obviously. Well, um, they're not going to break their mold. When, they've when, done it for the last like, well, how many <laughs> years is that? Ninety-five to two thousand and thirteen. They have done the same thing. Why would they change? So what I wanted to do is, Brandon, if you can take notes. Yeah. Uh, when we think, give me a date. A date. Ooh, an actual date. The, the, the PlayStation Five will go on sale. 
to the day. To the I'll, date. I'll give you one. November fifth. Uh, what's the one between October and December? November. Yep. Fifteen. I want to know here. Pokemon Day. This this November seventeen and November fifteen. What day of the week is that? On the, from those years. I'm going to say it was a Wednesday. I'm Two, on it. 2006, I may November 3rd. What day mine. is that, Braden? And I'm going to... Wait, 2006? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Dan. All right. Uh, 2006. You can, you can just write that. While he's looking now, I, I'm going to guess that it's going to be... Uh, November 12th. November 12th for Ben. April 1st. After <laughs> in the comments. Um, let's have a look here. Mega Whopper Flops. Uh, I got you covered, good. Downsy. It was a Friday back in 2006. All right, what was 2013 November 15th? Oh, we'll do this later. No, 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 one more. Oh, it doesn't was, really make what interesting podcast. What's your date, Dan? Just say a date. What was your date, Ben? Mine was November 12th. 12th. Mine was 15th. Mine is the Friday in the middle of November. <laughs> Friday, middle of November. No. What, what's closest to the, like, the teen? I'll find it. All right, so we're going to um, be sure to give us a thing in the chat when you think... Uh, PlayStation 5 will be announced, but we're all very worried about it. So, Sony, please pull up those socks and get on. Are we going to talk? Thrusting. Are we going to talk about Xbox? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Dan, that's the 13th. Ooh. So, did I, did I pick 13th. a Sunday? I changed mine to the 16th. <laughs> 16th? 16th of Monday. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, we've got the 12th, the 13th, and the 16th. That's, that's a good Hey, actually, oh, someone like has brought up all a right good in. point. Last November of. Uh, last, uh, last Wednesday of November. Link brought up a good point in the chat. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. Mm. Who it'll be the week no, no, see, that. Black Friday will be when they get rid of all the PlayStation 4 consoles. Four. Last Wednesday got. of 20, uh, is the 25th. Done. That's me. Right. Okay, Xbox Series X. Uh, Phil Spencer came out with a blog and just dropped a whole heap of info. Uh, I don't know what any of this means, so I'm just going to ramble it off. It <laughs> I, has I know some of it. 12 but... teraflops of GPU power. Yep. Should I uh, swim over that? You should probably should. Yeah. Support backwards compatibility back to the original Xbox One games. Include hardware accelerated ray tracing. Supports up to 120 frames per second. And supports quick resume for multiple games simultaneously. Uh, also announced something called... Where is it? Smart Delivery. Smart Delivery. I want to talk about that. Yeah, cool. All right, so we'll talk about that now. We'll, we might as well go into it. Smart Delivery is basically you buy a game for the Xbox One, you will have that game on... Uh, for every console. For every right. console that's mm. compatible with it. Every one of it in its ecosystem. Even PC. Even PC. So uh, after that announcement, Cy uh, sorry, Cyberpunk came out. Uh, CD Projekt Red came out and said that Cyberpunk 2077 will be taking part in this uh, smart delivery concept. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, Sony needs to like just fall in line now. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to lose billions of dollars from not doing this, but they have no choice. Otherwise, they're seen as cocky, arrogant Sony again. And you know what, though. Boom. It's Sony. They know what they're doing. It's not their. This is not their first. Trip Remember PlayStation Three? Yeah. Look at that. Ended up winning that generation. No, it didn't. It, by the end of it, it did. No, three sixty. By the end it. of it. By the end of it, no, they only took in sales. Sales figures, please. Uh, I'll find sales figures, but Thank I do you. agree on exclusive they won. Exclusives, they beat it, and by the end of the generation, they overtook three sixty. I've got a little. I've got a little players. thing thought out for this, though. So. Okay. So. You have to go back a little bit now. So <laughs> I'm a PlayStation man through and through. Everyone knows that. I'm a, I'm a Sony pony. Sony, Sony pony. I'm Sony not. Pony right but here. I like Nintendo. I mean, I've, I've been up and down the whole thing. And I thought at the start of this console war, I was like, yep, Sony's got this. It's, it's, it's so easy. It's in the bag. Blah, blah, blah. I've been watching him do this. I've been watching Xbox flounder around and shit. And then, and then I thought about it. 
Uh, Xbox is like, and then I got into Game Pass. I discovered Game Pass, and I'm like, oh my god, this Game Pass is amazing. You just shut up about it. I know. Game Pass. And then I realised, for me playing Game Pass on PC, and I've been playing Game Pass on PC for probably a month and a half now, solidly. I have basically turned it. That's an. That's me playing an Xbox. Basically, I've basically become an Xbox person without even realising it. And then I thought about, okay, so that. Yeah, and then I thought about, okay, so sorry. what games in the world at the moment are making the most kind of amount of money? And you've got stuff like Fortnite, you've got League of Legends, you've got that. They're all free. Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, that's not free. But um, Yes, it is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Go, Go. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So you've got, all these, <laughs> you've got all these free games that are making multiple amounts of money. So the idea of selling a game isn't necessarily where a game makes its money anymore. No. It's to so, hook them in. All right, so then and you've, got, and then you've got PlayStation here going, okay, so we've got... Well, they're, they're, they're pushing for the console. They're pushing for, like, you know, well, this is the best console. You can buy all the best games and all stuff like that. And then I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, obviously, as well. You can probably tell from what I've been thinking. Um, so then I saw I see it as Sony trying to get the... Um, and this is directly from some other people's ideas. Sony are trying to uh, win the console war by selling units. Mm-hmm. And Xbox is coming in and they're trying to win the console war. They didn't even want to play the console war. They just want as many active users as they can possibly get. Correct. Active users across not just their platform, but across PC. And uh, was there rumors that like Games Pass was coming to the Switch? Oh, uh, rumors. I don't know how. But could you imagine that? Think about that. So why wouldn't you want? And they're, these active... I've got to say, if it came to the Switch, I'd be bang up for it. Yeah, exactly. If they could get those games exactly. Working, and you I would, would basically be, jump in. be. But you would basically be. And then there's no, uh, and the, all these free games and that coming out. Uh, Xbox is losing no money from any of this stuff. They're just gaining, they're gaining um, users. And today, what is the biggest thing that is sold these days? Data. Yeah, information. Like information. Yeah. They're gaining a massive web of information of gamers and everything. Everyone, th- I mean, I'm, I've, I'm hooked into it straight away. If you put, if you put Game Pass on my Switch, I would play it on there. If you could get Game Pass on your PlayStation, would you play it on your PlayStation yes. or an Xbox? I would play it on what I would probably play it on PC because it's fast period. But like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've lost him. He's, he's gone to the PC Master but Race. So, so, so it's not the Master Race. I'm, not, I'm just going to whatever. Not anymore. Oh. But um. <laughs> So Xbox is now coming in and they're going, we're not playing this game anymore. We're going, we're, we're doing this different thing. And I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know if they're going to lose. I don't know where it's going to end. But if you stand back and you look at this whole thing of this virtual user-based thing that they're pushing towards. And even, that's why, remember in my predictions I said the Stadia is going to make a comeback? Yep. The Stadia is the essence of what I'm talking about as there is no console. It is it's pure thing. So once people get used to this technology and everyone's seen the Xbox is working and then Stadia is going to come back and Nvidia is going to come back with theirs play and then Oh, uh, do you know what I reckon? Just just to cut yeah, me off. Oh no no, you can't cut me off cuz I'm kind of <laughs> I, 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 I'm lost on what I'm talking about now, but I, I don't know if you guys can see what I'm trying to get at. It's this it's it's a different ball game now. It's a different It's not field. the traditional console. It's war. not about selling a box anymore. No, no. it's it's in it's, it, it's like traditional war. Your wars used to be about going to the battlefield with your soldiers and getting killed. Wars these days are sitting in a room and pressing buttons and watching countries blow up. And yeah. that's PlayStation is still and the ground the troops. And that's the console war. PlayStation is still the ground troops, and Xbox are sitting in a thing like with generals just going like, boop, maybe. <laughs> Do we just, know that Sony's not? Planning all this in the background, what? and how much of a—I mean, this might not be right. How uh, much of a piece of the pie is PlayStation for Sony? Do we know that? 
As in their overall business? Yeah, the overall business for Sony themselves. Mm. They do tellies. How much of a... Yeah, they, they, they do, they've done audio-visual stuff uh, for what? But are they Technics? Is Sony Technics? I think so. Yeah, it's the same How brand. much of a piece of the pie to them is PlayStation? Do they care as much as, it, as well, Microsoft? People that work do? for PlayStation would. I don't but think... But you know what I mean? Like, is it as big a deal to them as Microsoft? Like, my, could, but could, Microsoft makes PCs. If, Microsoft, if Xbox goes down, Microsoft PCs, is just going to go... They make the programs for it. Maybe the Xbox Series X is the way of, of Microsoft to stop creating... Hardware. Maybe it's just a PC in a maybe, box. Maybe they're going the way of Sega. They're just not doing hardware, really. They're just going to concentrate on software. Well, the software, though, but software now, software Space is box. the new console. Nice yeah. Like, yeah. the cloud, the, the air, the, the, the things, the PCs, everything is the technology, their new console. They don't want to sell the console. Technology they, isn't physical anymore. Yeah. It's not. It's all it's a shame. up in the ether. There is some physical thing, obviously, yeah. somewhere. But it's not just as your physical. consumer, yeah. yeah. It's gearing more and more towards cloud-based service, which is why I think my little topic... Well, my hit, little pony? My little pony. <laughs> I was thinking about the other day. That, that little... Uh, that purple one. Is there a purple one? I don't know. I could bang on about this a lot more. Like, every point of this thing I, I could, could bang, bang on about pony. my little... No. Uh, sorry, just trying to get some more views. Um, I think Stadia will sell to Valve. There you go. Well, at least their infrastructure will. Yeah, and then I, Valve will actually do something with it. With it, that'll I think, work. I think Stadia will merge into one of these other things, and we won't even realise that we're you, we're giving Stadia money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it'll be something else. Anyway, we should probably move on because we <laughs> we we going to be a long show. Uh, Fortnite Chapter Two Season Two launched last week. Uh, it's a spy theme this week, secret agents. Uh, but they've revamped the challenge screen. It's a big screen now where you go into different areas. Deadpool's a hidden character that you go into down the pipes and he's in the toilet there, and you have to do little tasks. That's the new uh, the screen that you can see That's there. Cool. Uh, the biggest addition there's NPCs in there now, which are guarding bases and mini bosses that are in there guarding bases as well um i still suck at it but it runs a lot smoother with the new a engine uh and it also has this item which you can hide in brayden oh yeah sorry let me get there one sec which item one job mate you jumped what? over a bit yeah no i didn't jump over i'm just rushing through it because okay, uh there we are that's oh, an item that you can hide in snake. but wouldn't it be really obvious <laughs> no because you crouch down and just hide there but yeah, there's but like, like a box in the middle of a field. There's boxes everywhere. Oh, okay. And like, you, there are items that you pick up and there's five <laughs> of them, so a, you can throw three down. It's a box so with away. an explosive sticker on it. It's pretty <laughs> obvious. Hack the pony. Uh, <laughs> Platinum Games announced their second big reveal. The first one was the wonderful 101 remake, which is Still a obliterated Kickstarter. Uh, and the second one was Project GG. Uh, we got this uh, good, trailer good, up. Good game. Uh, no, it's, it's Hex and Barjo. It's like, not in there? No, let me find it. Oh, okay. So that's what happens when uh, Dan doesn't go to the Discord and read the messages. Like when I uh, type in our little chat about, hey, this just came out today. I I need to add it to the show. When did you do that? Today? No, I did it Thursday. One sec. Anyway, uh, it's basically there. Like, so Wonderful 101 was Platinum's um, love letter to uh, Carmen Ryder. Oh, cool. And uh, this one here, GG is what it's called. Just skip forward a little bit, Braden, towards the end. Good going. It is. Pretty much Ultraman. Good guns? No, it, it, it's Ultraman. So you're a guy, you save that dog, and you fight Kaiju, and right at the very end you go, yeah! Which is what? what? Is oh, here we are. So it's a monster breaking out, it looks like... It's Ultraman. <laughs> it's legitimately Ultraman. Oh, it, it actually is Ultraman. As Ultraman. No, it's not Ultraman. Oh, but it's a it, carbon, it's, co- carbon copy? Yeah, basically it's their uh, love letter to Ultraman. I, to, when I first saw this, I woke up Thursday morning and saw this, I lost my crap and woke up my household. Wait, this is Platinum? Yes. 
so I thought because Shin Ultraman has just finished rapping, which is the movie. Yeah, yeah. Project Go Go. So I thought, oh, maybe it's a possible tie-in. <gasps> and I was cool. geeking out in our Discord uh, uh, with some other Ultraman fans, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it's since been confirmed it has they don't have the license at all. So, <laughs> so it's just cancel little, that. They had a little nod to it. All right, uh, and second to last, man, too much news, Ben. Uh, more Death Stranding. Kojima tweeted out this video saying more in 2020. Now, this isn't new footage. This actually happens in the game. Uh, my best bet is that this is a PC version of Death Stranding, which will come out in 2020 and not DLC. Does that mean if there's a PC version, it might go to Game Pass and no. people will be able to no. play? Because it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, PlayStation paid for this. What about... um? They published it. Yeah, well, they, yeah, and they also paid Kojima. What about, because Final Fantasy 15 is now on Games Pass. What yeah, was, but like, what, three, that came out on, that came out on Xbox, that came out on... Oh, did it come out on Xbox? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all right. I uh, feel like Kojima saw 1917 and then did that. What, really? What makes you think that? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't this in Kojima Watch? Because we got enough for Kojima Watch. No. three things in Kojima Watch this week. boy. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 rumours. Floppy, you're going to enjoy this. Delayed again till 2038. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are these rumours? So rumours... Breath of the Wild 2 rumours are... It will deal with Lincoln Zelda rebuilding Hyrule. <laughs> Lincoln Zelda part. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stealing my joke for a little bit later. Oh, is that... Is it really? That's yeah. actually a joke. Yeah. Oh, no! Stealing one of my jokes. Hashtag cancel Dan for ruining the show yet again. Uh, we'll deal with... I'm really <laughs> shitty now. Uh, we'll deal with Link and Zelda rebuilding Hyrule. Don't worry, in 10 up, years we'll come back to it and it'll be fine. We're coming up against a new threat, <laughs> i.e. not Ganon. They'll play flashback sequences of Link and Zelda before the 100 years sleep in Calamity Ganon's attack. It's probably been, been pushed back to 2021 because of the coronavirus. And Dan's a freaking jerk face. What? What? Deals! Deals for you. Deals! Oh, God. That scares me every time. What? I'm every, I know it's coming, too. I know it's I'm coming. I'm behind PlayStation, I just realized. You got behind PlayStation. <laughs> Deals! I got Switch. How All right, weird. let's go. Uh, so, on PlayStation today, you can jump onto Persona 5. 20 bucks. $20. That, that is a really good deal. However, bear in mind, if you are the kind of person that wants to get the most you possibly can out of every game, uh, the no. Royal Edition... Oh, man, I just lost my spot. The Royal Edition. Royal Edition comes out end of March. Yeah, end of March, so you can wait for that. If not, and you just want to get a bit, a bit of Persona 5 on, 20 bucks, go for it. Uh, also, Nier Automata, Game of the Year Edition, $27.47. Uh, one of Dan's favourite games, I believe, last year. Yeah, man. Or my, year it was my favourite game of the year it came out. Yeah. Um, so that one's another cheap one. Uh, Neo, the Complete Edition. So once again, all DLC included that came out. Is that uh, Neo? $17.95. Neo? Neo. Neo. It is, it is Neo. Um, if you're looking at Neo 2 that's coming out uh, soon, so but you haven't played the first one, yeah. yeah, jump on that. That's give it a three shot. banger games, eh? Yeah, it's like, very good bangers. games. Very good. Uh, if you do do Persona 5, prepare 100 hours plus. Easy. 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 Um, Xbox, so coming to Game Pass, because best deal. Uh, Yakuza 0, awesome. If you do like some uh, sort of JRPG brawlers. And then um, going and singing karaoke and playing Ladybug games. Mini, The mini games are amazing. This one's set in the 80s. It's a prequel to all the others. Jump on it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Trey uh, is coming <coughs> February 25th. Sorry, Yakuza 0, February 26th. And then Ninja Gaiden 2 on February 20th. Also three banger games. Coming out on the Switch. Now, 53 bucks sounds like it's pretty expensive. 
But if you look at the price of Switch games at the moment, they don't go on a special. <laughs> they suck. Uh, they don't suck. I'm sorry. You just can't get them cheap yet. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. Nintendo never does cheap games. Mario Maker 2 for $53. That's, That's relatively cheap. gold coins. And there is cheap. a lot of content there. Uh, you can see Mr. A game here playing some people's levels. Ooh, Zelda stuff. Um, awesome. A lot of, lot of levels that you can play. A lot of content that's out there. So you can definitely get your money's worth. Uh, also, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Six bucks. Yeah. That's stupid Totally cheap. worth it. That I still haven't finished that cheap. game. That, Same on that, you. That's the, um, that's the first game from the... If you like Cadence of thing. Hyrule, jump on that. Yeah. Uh, another one. Crypt of the Serpent King. Wait it's for game, it. Dan. It's our game. It's your game. Wait for it. Dollar forty nine. Remember Crypt of the Serpent? Good King? deal. Jeez. No, it was that really, really dodgy, awful looking uh, first person. Oh dungeon yeah, yeah. With, uh, the really <laughs> crappy renders. Totally worth a dollar forty nine. Jump on it, even if it's you're so not bad. It is such a bad I game. Deleted that from my mind. <laughs> it wasn't worth remembering. But one to cover sort of everything. So PS4, Xbox, Switch eStore, like the eStore. Um, if you like a little bit of nostalgia, like some retro stuff, like some first person shooter, Doom one, two, and three, for a total. Of ten bucks, you can get them all. Yep. Well, under ten bucks, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I think Doom one, at least on the Switch, the eShop, uh, Doom one and two are like two dollars fifty each, and uh, Doom three is like five bucks or something. Just get one and two; they were the best. Oh, mm. get three. It's five uh, bucks. Get three already. It's oh, five three bucks. Uh, they're gr- <laughs> trubbish. <laughs> all right, Braden. Kojima, and our Kojima watch. Hail Kojima, our lord and saviour. Kojima, now just before we get into the Kojima watch, I will say that just breaking on Twitter probably a couple of hours ago, Mm. it was announced by BAFTA, which is the British Arts Film Television Awards. Awards. Oh, good for remembering Uh, that. (laughs) Kojima has won a fellowship. They're presenting him with a fellowship, which is absolutely huge news. Uh, So congratulations, Kojima-san. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. Ah, I'm good. When Kojima hears about this, he's not going to be happy. I've got one of his collector's editions. He'll be right. Uh, so Kojima has won a few awards in his time. So what <laughs> does he do when he got the statue from last year's uh, Game Awards win for Kojima Productions? He does this. He makes him kiss. <laughs> Hang on, is that two? Is that two of them? That's two of them. Did he get two? No, no. This is uh, he stole the... someone else's. No, th- he's won many over the oh. past couple of years. Okay, gotcha. And that's Kojima Watch. Dan, Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. Um, well, so we have a Patreon. We have a ten dollar tier Patreon, which is our top tier Patreons. They get they get everything. So yep. if you want to head over to Patreon, if you want to support us a bit more, what's the I'll, address? Patreon, Patreon, Hat the Dino. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Patreon, right? Hat the Dino win. Right? You, you can find us. Anyhow, as part of being the ten dollar tier, you get read out as the awesome dudes of every show. So. Ashraf, you're going to get back in there. You told me you were. Someone's going to read your name there. <laughs> no, no. Ashraf. At, not Ashraf. Um, floppy. <laughs> you're welcome. Henry Gupta, Todd Randall, Tommaso, Mike Towns, Karen Knight, Ash Knight, and Dylan Stevens. You are top. And thank you. Sam Waller, who oh. recently updated oh. her pledge. She was a $1 a month. Because you can do that. You can do $1 a month and get some free stuff. Why wouldn't you? It's a dollar a month. What are you, what are you going to spend a dollar a month off? On. Did you call Sam Warlock? Probably. Sam, you're a warlock. Congratulations. Send your wizard money our way. But she's now gone up to the top tier level, so thank you, Sam Warlock. Thank you, Sam. No, No, Warlock. I've changed your name. Congratulations. I hope you like it. What is it actually, Dan? Warlock. Beard. 
Patreon.com backslash hack the dino. <laughs> I don't know. She got ma married the other day. I don't know if she changed her name though. Tots! Time for our topic of the show, and as I mentioned at the start, we're going to look 10 years into the future and see what the year 20... The year is 2030. After the fall of Neo-Adelaide, society rebuilt. From the ashes things that seemed important before were now just dreams of a lost time. But one, but one thing, thing still remained, remain, and this and thing this pulled the world, world together. together. This thing was video games. Stock markets, governments, and food credits are all determined by the sales and popularity of the Super Gen consoles. We at Hack the Dino have never stopped delivering the latest gaming news for the last 14 years, and we never will. Hail Overlord, Reggie Fils Aime. Greetings! <laughs> Welcome to Hack the Dino, this is the year 2030. My name is Rad Fast Blaster. I am your host of this special program. Welcome to our place. And my name's Dan. In, in the future. My name is Dog Dan. I have a cybernetic nose enhancement. 2030. Here we are. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. So up on Floppy. Floppy plays games still. Ten years later, still playing games. And uh, our special bot man, Braid One. Hey, uh, are you going to keep that voice up the whole time? This is my voice. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, we're here to bring you all the game news of the year 2030. Uh, Dan Dog, what have you been playing recently? I'm going to have to look at where my thing is. Oh, so um, we all know that uh, about three months ago the uh, Nintendo Revolution came out. Oh, yes. That, that classic console. I... I been playing it very much. I haven't picked mine up Stop yet. It. <laughs> Looks cool. Um, so yeah, I, I, as you all know, being the year 2030, this Nintendo is my favourite thing in the entire world. Um, as it is all, all of us. And it was great to see that, you know, the Nintendo Revolution finally is caught up in the graphic game and they're finally at the same stage as PS4. And, <laughs> and I've been playing uh, Godzilla Theft Auto. Oh, that's a classic game. Yeah, so... I've been hanging out for this. I years. really like Godzilla Theft Auto. Literally hanging out on your space board, I believe. That is, um, yeah, and so they've done some new uh, downloadable content for Godzilla Theft Auto this week <laughs> where actually Spider-Man has been put into the game. Finally. I know, it's What good. the world's been asking for. So yeah, so all those people out there that were just 100% <laughs> sick of just playing um, Nick... What is his name? Nico Bellic? That's Grand Theft Auto 4. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, you should what? You should sniff out the answer. With your cybernetic nose. It smells... No, that's waffles. <laughs> from four states away. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they got Spider-Man from the new Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Home Gone Coming 8. So, yeah, so I really loved Godzilla, uh, Godzilla Theft Auto 1, 2, and 3, and this is like the fifth one, fourth one in the, in the series. So, yeah, so... They've actually also, I've just noticed, they're uh, going to add in probably Mega Shark as well. Good. Why well, not? There been, he is. Yeah, I've been trying to get Mega Perhaps Shark. Perhaps they'll also time. add in our background next time, but we'll see. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, well, I've been playing on the uh, human station uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 The Chain of Coded Dream Days Drop X, Distance Unchained, Final Chapter Prologue, Juice Remax, 
Final Package 2.50. Is that the name of the game? That's the name of the game. So where does it fit in the storyline of All of Kingdom Hearts? Can you tell me that? No. Okay. Uh, so I put it in my PlayStation 7 Pro Extreme last Thursday. <laughs> the opening cutscene should just be about done by now, so it should be ready for me to play when we finish the show tonight in 2030. Uh, flop. Yeah, look, I've been in a bit of a retro kick, hence, uh, hence my my vintage. Fallout we know you 76. won't shut up about it. Yeah, my vintage Fallout seventy six. This game's going to get good one day, and people are going to want this jacket. It's only been twelve years, uh, but I was going for a retro feel, so I tried Far Cry. Tw- Far Cry. Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry twelve. Uh, so it's called Make America Great Again. Uh, you play as a reverend turned freedom fighter, trying to free America from the tyrannical, self-proclaimed Emperor Trump. Uh, the game's been released via some underground systems. Isn't it systems? weird that we got another president called Trump ten years in the future? Well, it's Trump's, it's Trump's kid. Yeah, no, it's, no, no, it's his pet elephant. Have you That's watched, have you watched no news for the last ten years? It's Come like on, Baba. Uh, but it was released via underground Baba. systems. Baba! Remember him? Mm. that <laughs> button? There we go. Uh, Trump had all the developers uh, deported for creating a game of lies. Or you'll know it was taken straight from the history books. And then he um, ate some peanuts. He did, he did. Oh, hit the wrong, hit the stupid knob, not the volume knob. Leave my knobs alone and read your news. <laughs> I just want to uh, interrupt. Do you just want to do the chat for Dylan in the thing, Braden? No. Put him into the Discord? Ah, yeah, I can All do the that. maps for this game into are actually thousand. 5D scans of actual middle America, making we it accurate to the last now. detail. Uh, it even takes advantage of the scent receptors that are built into your PS7s and your Xbox Series 7 slash 361 virtual room devices. Very very, good. Very, very cool. Now it's time for the future news. Let me bring it up on my computron. Ah, yes. (laughs) As we all know, it's the fifth fifth anniversary of Breath of the Wild 3, a Linkin Park. Oh, what? (laughs) Remember 10 years ago when you destroyed my joke, Dan? That's a bit of a handshake to the past, really, there, isn't it? If only we still used our hands. That's like a baby's toy. We all know that this game came where... What? We all know that this is the game where Link travels to the future to find the computer chips for the Triforce that has been split into. I read about this. While people claimed it to be a cheap stunt to cover the fact that they had run out of ideas, it has since been proven that going into the future is indeed a fantastic and entertaining way to progress any entertainment medium. Link in Park. Dan, what have you been playing? It's not what I've been playing. I've done what I've been playing. No, you haven't. You were talking about AR... De- oh, that's news. Sorry. <laughs> Floppy. I hit the wrong knob again. Floppy was playing with my knob earlier. My orbs went everywhere and just creamed right out my ring. It's true. Um, so, yeah. in that joke it, for a long time. So, in news this week, um, yeah, news in AR, as we all know... AR is completely taken over from VR and everything. Remember VR? (laughs) (laughs) Do I remember VR? (laughs) Remember when it became sentient and almost killed your mother? Oh, it did. Um, Cyberdyne systems. So, uh, good segue though. Um, So yeah, as we know, AR, the Dead Relatives Equal Rights uh, Bill has passed in the the Galactic, not intergalactic, in the Galactic Senate um, this week. So AR family members can now legally not be deleted without consent. Um, we talked about this in like 2020 when they had back in 10 years ago when, oh, they, I remember. when they were making uh, when they were making AR relatives that you could uh, you know talk to and move on and then since then they did it and then they got they got sentient and then they had rights and now 
Now you can't, now you bloody have Now your, they want lefts. Yeah, now you have them on your desk and you can't get rid of your dead parents and it's just crap. Um, anyhow, they've got rights now, so I'll probably... Uh, is that a, a cancelled down comment? Pres President Trump will fix that. Oh, that's true. Uh, Emperor, sorry. Sorry, Emperor Trump. Our right. new elephant pachyderm overlord. He, he builds he, he's going to build a cyber wall around them. He'll deport you. He, a firewall. Firewall. Build a firewall. And then he'll... Floppy! Yes. I got some really cool news. So mine's into the world of gaming. Oh, uh, good. That's where I live. Yes, it is. Clearly, I am uh, a game master. So you'd be very uh, familiar with the world-famous YouTuber and game developer, Inari Fox? Dude, yes, who, very. Who, who, I'm a, isn't. I'm good friends. He's been on the show, Inari. Shout out to you. I remember those shows. Well, yeah. He's too big. He's never been on our show. <laughs> uh, he has He has one teraflop of followers. What would you know? You're half dog now. So anyway, <laughs> old mate Inari Fox has become the first person to legally live inside of a video game. So, a little bit of background for those who haven't been following. After developing his first virtual world game uh, called Dig Build, um, back in, oh, I reckon it was 2023, am I right? I you are correct! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He became the first, he became famous for his 24-7 streams living inside of his digital city. Uh, uh, he was made possible by his new and improved J. Hudson Injury in Industries. J. Hudson Industries Gaming Pod. Now this is a pod that you uh, can game in and it stimulates all of your muscle groups. It, I'm so glad I don't sleep anymore because I would be by now. Processes uh, all your bodily functions, even bathes the occupant as they experience the digital simulation of a shower, thus removing all needs for gaming breaks. Uh, he's now been inside of his cyber world for 237 days. He's been cooking, cleaning, bathing, even going to a digital recreation of his corporate offices at Foxtech Gaming to fulfill a 38 hour working week. Oh, good. We're back here. Thanks for that very riveting information, Floppy. What about? It was great. There's, there's, a, there's no reason why we're not the number one gaming news outsource place here in the year 2030. It's, it's time for Kojima Watch. All right, I'm over here with Kojima Watch. Um, we've got some breaking news over here. I have to tell all of you <laughs> this right now. Okay, so. Uh, Kojima has liberated North Japan as he continues his march towards the nation's capital. All indication is that he will overthrow the evil dictators at court Nami and once again return Japan to its former glory. Hail Kojima! Hail Kojima! Hail Kojima! Take down the, the cyber wall! Corp Nami! Corp Nami, everyone! <laughs> Corp Nami! Someone thought very hard about that name and is very proud of it. Corp Nami. It's a very good name. Now it's time for the topic of the show. Don't care, and that is why Konami is going to win E3. Oh, well, you know what? That I will bet a pizza on that. You, 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 whoa, really? Yes. Are we doing that? Yep. Pizza bet, you heard it Done. here first. Pizza Konami, bet. E3. Someone, someone write that down now, otherwise we'll forget. Yep, absolutely. All right, time for Dan versus the world. Dan versus the world. <laughs> Dan versus the world time, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who are new, hello, welcome. We're very silly men. Uh, this is a show where, part of the show, where, where'd that come from? The future. <laughs> 
I have three songs from video game history, past, present, future. I will play the first five seconds of one song. Dan, who represents Dan, will have an opportunity to ask five questions to try and guess where that song is. Floppy and Brayden also have five questions to try and guess where that song came from. They will take turns backwards and forwards. And after five questions, they will have to give me the name, full title of the game, of which the music appeared. Last show, Dan, you had a bit of a comeback. You're on five. Come back king, they call me. But the world, Floppy, Brayden, and you at home are on six. Now, we do have to say, those of you in the comments watching us live, please do not give out the hints or anything because that's cheating and we don't like cheaters. Well, number one, I take my glasses off so I I can't read the comments. I've just taken mine off so I can't read them either. Okay, here we go. Song number one. Man, ten years we won't be able to see. Dan, you, you don't need to do that. <laughs> I want to. I want to be loud in their faces. Getting all, all... You're loud and in their faces. Oh, two in their faces. That's two. I fall okay. What, um, question number one. Yeah. What console does it reside on? Uh, PlayStation 1. Please, one. Uh, floppy, Brad. Oh, question number one. It's a handshake, isn't it? Has it been mentioned in this show? Yes, it has. Yes. Uh, yeah. You've got it too? I've got yeah, it too. Yeah. Got it. You... I'll, let you, I'll let you do it. No, Dan, you... question number two. <laughs> <laughs> you got these two bros going, oh no, it's all right, man. You take it, you take it, you take it. Dan's gone. Yeah, there's no way I'm getting this. I'm just looking back through the No, no because I purposely saw Dan... an opportunity to mention it in case that question came up. Do you oh. want one more question to make sure? No, no. Just to... Just no, to... you're confirming. Yeah, no, I don't yeah, know okay, what it I'm is. all right with that. All, all right, right um... So it's PlayStation One. Yep. Well, they know what it is. What what genre of game is it? It is a side scroller platform game. Don't worry about that other question, Brady. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, world. Go for it. Question number two. Go, go for it, man. No, you, 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 you. I'm so nervous that I'm going to get the right one. Go on, go, just go, just go. Do it. Get Castlevania. Wrong. Symphony of the Night. Correct. Yay! That's my game. Oh, well, I guess you should listen to the music more. Nah. Or your own. Reviews. <laughs> Here we go. Song number two. Get harder, this one. Turn it up. It's nice. Dang, question number mm. one. I'll give it that. It's a beautiful tune. I have no idea what it is. What is um, the uh, main protagonist? Uh, I haven't finished this game, so I don't really know. Uh, it, it, it's it's oh man, it's a guy. It, it, it's man? a warrior. Yep, it's a man. It's a human. Yep, Brayden. That's throwing me. Okay, so oh, what? I'm pretty knows it already. I'm just gonna say. Uh, I know a YouTuber guy called Inari Fox. He's going to be oh, someone big one go. day. Yeah, one right. day. Who played a so hell of that... a lot of this. Uh, he played heaps of it. He's played heaps of this. Ooh, okay. I have not played much. Shall well, I have a stab? Go for it. Floppy's on the show Floppy for three shows. It, and No, I was going to say he's just plugging every YouTuber he wants. No, no, just one. No, he's confident. Let's go. All right, go for it. Go on. Dead Cells. Yes. Yay! You're getting the floor wiped with you, my, my friend. I'm getting the floor wiped with me. Oh, don't worry. It's been very coincidental that I know this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Song number three. Let's see if you can guess this one. 
think you know me. Oh. Okay. Zelda Lincoln Park? Question number one, Braden. No, me. me. Uh, yeah, sorry. You, man. Mm. Dan. Um, why are you picking games that only everyone else apart from me knows? I don't know this one. <laughs> I know this one. I, I'm, I'm this okay, one. cool. I'm, all right. I'm good then. Uh, because... I hate you and I don't like it. It's because I stole your Lincoln Park joke. Yeah, I'm actually really, really glad. Stole, you read it on the run sheet and just went, oh, I'm going to steal that before he can no, say I, it. I, I'll I, be his you know I have no capabilities of remembering stuff that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, gentlemen. Uh, what year did this one You didn't come answer up? my question. What was your question? I did, it's because oh. I don't like you. Oh. Uh, what year did it come out? Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on, 2017. Okay. Uh, question number two, Dan. Didn't he get it? No. No, I'm clarifying. Oh. Um, who made it? What is the developer? EA. Hey. Well, they were the publisher. I don't know the name of the developer. Fair enough. I'm pretty... I'm, I no idea. All right. I'm going to take a stab. Yep. Because if I get it wrong, then Dan gets a point, and that's interesting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is it WWE 2K17? No. Ooh. Ooh. 2018. Wrong. Oh, Wrong. And you know what? Wrong. Man. I knew that was going to be your question as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew it would trip you up. Yeah. Because you, the game it. comes out the year before the it's actual like year. like FIFA's yeah. and NBA's. They always come out oh, the year. Oh, well done. Well done. Ah, so at the end of that round of Dan versus the World, Dan is on six and the World is on eight. I, I won the question that I would have never got. I've never, <laughs> ever watched wrestling. Was it wrestling? It was yeah. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> was it wrestling? Oh, don't say, don't oh, say, was it Brandon, wrestling? Brandon, take us out. We have been Hack the Dino. This has been our critical path. You can see us over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino. You can also hear our voices. <laughs> you can hear our voices over on Spotify, over on YouTube. Well, yeah. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and all other podcast apps as well. We're everywhere. Uh, you can join our Discord over at bit.ly backslash hack the dino come I'm, and chat to us i'm gonna do a graphic for that good good uh but please while you're here on youtube press that like button uh go up and press that subscribe button and do the little bell thing as well it'll really really help us out uh it'll help the algorithms find that us and more people we'll be back in a fortnight but there's more stuff going up on the channel during the week make sure to come back <laughs>